It's about time for a miracle. Beverly Crawford. This is the Hope and Faith Kingdom Hour with prayer streaming live. And we're so happy to come into your homes, your place of business, your place of confinement, or wherever you're kind enough to tune us in at this 4 o'clock hour. Thanks be unto God that give it us the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For great is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God is a good God, and he is good all the time, and all the time he is good. I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, but I feel like the disciples when they were up on the mountain where Jesus was transfigured uh, with Moses and Elijah. And the disciples said it's good for us to be here. And I feel that way on this evening. It's good just to be here. And there is no other place that I would rather be than on the Lord's side. It's mighty nice to be on the Lord's side. How many know that it is? It's just nice just to know that Jesus lives inside. And then the songwriter said, if I don't praise him, the rocks are going to cry out. And just knowing that alone, I can, I can testify and I can affirm it that it's mighty nice to be on the Lord's side. This is uh, the Hope and the Faith Kingdom Hour Prayer. We're so happy to be here with you on today, visiting with you. And and today we are talking about when you can't pray. Because sometimes there's those days when when things just don't go right, or uh, things are not going right with you, or, or the, uh, everything looks like all hell have broken uh, loose around you, and you just don't know what to say, where to go, who to call, and, 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 you don't even know how to pray. You just can't pray. And so we're going to talk about that on today. And and, and we actually stay tuned because you wouldn't want to miss it, um, uh, uh, us talking about when you can't pray. How many, how many can identify? How many been through uh, a, a, a storm where you couldn't see yourself coming out the storm uh, songwriters say, have you any rivers that seem impossible, impossible? Well, I've been through some of that stuff, and there have been some times when I didn't know what to do, but I thank God for the Holy Ghost that interceded. And so today we are talking about uh, what to do when you can't pray, what to do when you can't pray. Because those days are coming, brothers and sisters. Uh, the Hope Interfaith Kingdom Ministries weekly intercessory prayer list is as follows: Bishop Vesta and Lady Bonnie Dixon, Elder and Sister Richard Irving, Evangelist Francis Smith, Elder Isaac and Sister Alfreda Blaylock, Minister Darrell and Sister Charlotte Jackson and family, Minister Anthony and Sister Angela Reed, Elder Darlene Charles, Minister Angelica Talley. Sister Deborah Audrish, Deacon Herman, and Sister Phyllis Berry, Mother Annie Bowden, Mother Virgie Jones, Mother Gessner Kathy, Brother John Connors, Minister Louise Davis, Mother Mamie Dixon, Mother Margaret Fights, Victory Island, Mother Matilda Johnson, Mother Eula Jones, Ollie Landon, Mother Ovella McHaney, Deacon George, and Sister Dorothy Woods, 
Brother Horace and Mother Annie Hopper, Sister Priscilla Moore, Sister Daisy Morgan, Mother Cheney Warren, Sister Teresa Taylor, Sister Rosalind Manny, Mother Stephanie Weston, Brother Willie, and Mother Ida White, Deacon DeNorris and Mother Jeanette Hart Williams, and that entire family, Deacon Walter Williams and family, Mother Lily Willis, Walter and Mother Lily Wright, Sister Elizabeth Smith, Sister Mioka Davenport, Sister Lisa Jackson, Sister Ivy Roy, Missionary Anana Little, and family, and the loss of her cousin. And we are praying for Nana and that family. Mother Viola Wartlaw, Gloria Bolton, Rita Humes, Elder Antoine Simmons, Sister Shirley Ward, Reverend A. Williams Staten, Reverend James Hall Jr., the Orange family, Brother Dale Davenport, Brother Tony Pruitt, Elder Dennis Lee, Reverend Carl Hawthorne, Harry Thompson Wells, the Wade family, Sister Giambro Ewing, Joanne Blaylock Davis, and Amani, Mother Janice White, uh, who was in the hospital. I don't know if she's still in the hospital, but we are praying for Mother White. We also praying for uh, Mother Lois Stewart. The McClinton family, Sister Irene, we're praying for Paulette. We're praying for Pauletta. That's Paulette and Pauletta. And we're praying for uh, Carolyn Thompson and Andre, Andre Thompson, Barbie Forte, and for Jesse Taylor. And we are praying for the sick, the shed-in, the bereaved, and as far as our voices can be heard. Amen. Before we go to the throne of grace, we thank you for tuning in on today and for sharing with us. And if you would like to take this time to state your name and church affiliation, you might do so at this time. Amen. We always try to give you a minute because I know uh, sometimes people wait and they say, oh, you know, I wish I had to say something. And so we're just trying to give you that that little space. We're trying to give you that space. So if there's anybody that would like to have something to say, just let me know that you're online. Or I don't know, maybe the Holy Spirit placed something on your heart that you might want to share. You might do so at this time. Let us go to the throne of grace. Most omnipotent, omniscious Father, we come once again in thy sight and in thy presence, thanking you for all your many blessings. You've been good to us. You've been better to us than we've been able to be to ourselves. So, God, we lift up your name. We praise you because you and you alone are worthy. We thank you for waking us up. We thank you for starting us on another day's journey. Father, we realize that we are not worthy, but we know that because you allowed your son to die, that we might live, gave us a right to the tree of life. Oh, God, we lift up holy hands to you. Because we realize that you are God and you are God alone. That you will speak 
and men will lay down and die. You can speak, and they will rise up and live again. Oh, God, look on somebody right now. We living in a world where men call your way unholy. There's so much going on in our neighborhoods, in our community, in our homes, even in the church house, Father. Men and women won't do right. Father, look right now and touch. If it be your holy will, we need you right now. Set free, heal, and deliver. Look on those, Father, that don't even know you in the pardon of their sins. Father, we realize that we can't make it without you. So we give your name to praise. We praise you for food on our table. We praise you for clothes on our back. We praise you for eyes to see. We praise you for our children. We praise you for our families. We praise you for our leaders. God, you just a good God. You are merciful, God. You fail us not. Father, we look to you because you're the only help that we know. Lord, look on the names that we, those names that we called. And then, Father, those who have called in, touch them right now. From the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet, that you would bless them in a special manner. Give them the desires of their hearts, Father. Lift them up where they're torn down and prop them up on every ling inside. We pray for your mercy, Father. Your mercy suits our case, Father. So we we pray for mercy. We ask that you forgive us of our sins and our iniquities and that to allow us to forgive those who have trespassed against us. We need you in a mighty way right now, Father. Cover and shield us with the blood of Jesus. Loose our stammering tongues. Give peace to our souls. And then... On Sunday, Father, when we come forth to praise your name, let it be real, Father. Let somebody know that our praise is real. Let them know that it's about you and not about us. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, hide us behind the altar and yonder's glory. You take the victory and you take the praise. Just Give us the blessings. We pray all this right now. And we lift this prayer up to you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. And the people of God did say, Amen.
This is the Hope in the Faith Kingdom Hour with a prayer streaming live on another Friday evening with your host, Pastor Michael Body. Again, you can join us by dialing area code 724-444-7444 and enter the call ID 125026, followed by the pound sign. We do ask that you mute your phones. We are a production of Hope in the Faith Kingdom Ministry, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville. The number to call us is area code 773-924-2790. Or you can join us online at www.talkshoe.com forward slash TC forward slash 125026. And we are on demand 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And any of these uh, talk shoe episodes that you want to listen to, uh, is that uh, your disposable? Amen. Today we're talking about when you can't even pray, when you can't pray, what to do when you can't pray. That's a tough situation to, to be in. There have been many of us that things happen in our, our life, even those of us that are prayers, prayers. I praise God at Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church that the Bishop Dixon, God placed it on his heart to make me the prayer intercessor for the church. But even with all those who I stand in intercessory for, there comes times when I just can't pray. Not that I don't want to pray, not that I don't know the words to pray, but I just can't pray. So we're going to talk about those times in your life when you can't pray. Again, we're going to give those an opportunity that might not have had it earlier. If you came on the line and you want to state your name and church affiliation, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that right now or to have something that you want to say. Just let me know that you're there. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. This is Sister Wells. Um, uh, I, I'm not feeling well. I have a slight cold. So I'm listening. Uh-huh. And I just... Uh, God is still a healer. Yes, he is. And I thank and praise God on today uh, for all his mercy and grace. And I can understand sometimes people are uh, not able to pray. But uh, I, if I'm able to harm, I will harm. Praise God. And uh, y'all just pray for the strength in me if it's in the Lord. Amen. As to my cousin, Sister Harriet Thompson-Wells, and I want to let you know, Sister Wells, when you can't pray, did you know that the Holy Ghost will intercede on your behalf? I thank God for Jesus, because when you can't pray, God sent his whole left, uh, Jesus left the Holy Ghost for us to intercede on our behalf when we can't even pray, when we don't know what to say. I thank God for that. Is there anybody else? All right, to anybody else, when you can't pray, first of all, prayer. Let's talk about prayer. What is prayer? A lot of times, if you if you have listened on Hope in the Faith Kingdom Hour with prayer, I always say that prayer is a sincere desire, unuttered or expressed. Prayer is 
communication between man and God. Prayer is a word that means many different things to many different people. We all know what we need, but then why do so few of us pray? Why does something which is supposed to be so simple end up being so hard? Why is it so hard sometimes, Sister Harriet, for us to pray? We know the importance of prayer, and we could speak endlessly about the priority that it should have in our lives. But in practice, we don't do it. It sounds familiar to uh, any anyone else, anyone that's listening. Does, does that sound familiar that we realize that a ho- and a whole lot of times when we sit down to eat, we realize we didn't pray. When we wake up, we didn't pray. I come to tell you that we need to pray. I need to pray. You need to pray. We all need to pray. We don't need to talk about prayer or read about prayer or have prayer meetings. We need to pray. Actually pray, like with words that we say with our mouths. There are different kinds of prayers. First, there's group prayer. There's uh, it. There is uh, contemplative prayer. Prayer, excuse me. There's intercessory prayer, uh, liturgical prayer, etc. Those are important and not to be overlooked. But that is not the kind of prayer God is speaking to me about on today. I'm talking about your personal prayer. Simple prayer. The kind of prayer that happens when we go to a quiet place and just speak with our Father who art in heaven. And you find that Matthew 6 and 6. Is it just me? Or this kind of prayer, the hardest kind. It seems like it should be simple enough. Pray, talk to your father. That's all prayer is. That's what what, what, what bothers me, that sometimes when I can't pray, because I know all I need to do is talk to daddy. But for some reason... I could do just about everything in the world except for pray. I could read my Bible. I could give to the poor. I could spend hours doing things in my neighborhood. I could attend every church service. Yet all of that is easier than spending five quality minutes in prayer. Evidently, brothers and sisters, there's a problem. What? What's the problem here? The problem isn't that we don't know the importance of prayer because all of us, we know that Jesus said man should always pray and not faint. I do and so do you. We tell others the importance of prayer all the time. The problem isn't that we don't have time for prayer. That's a cop-out. We make time for anything else that we want. We find it time to talk to our wives and our children and our neighbors and our Facebook friends, 
our uh, tweets on Twitter. So time isn't the issue. The problem isn't that we don't like to pray. True prayer, the kind that makes your hair stand up, is something that we wish we could experience. If we could somehow push a button and make that kind of prayer happen, we'd do it in a second. But then what is the problem? It's our results-oriented mentality, our results-oriented mentality. The problem is that we become trained to doing something and getting instantaneous feedback. We want to know how we did. Did we pass? Did we fail? Did it work or did it not work? Was I successful or was I not successful? We don't like doing something and not seeing results. Let's look at this example. Look at the world of fantasy football. Those who play fantasy football find themselves glued to their uh, iPhones, their uh, Galaxy or smartphones every Sunday, constantly checking for updates as to how their team is doing. Well, let me tell all you uh, on this evening how we used to do it back in, in, in when I was coming up. We didn't have online leagues that calculated your scores for you, enabling you to sign up three or four leagues at one time. We did it the old school way. We had newspapers. We had calculators. That's right. We had to wait till Monday morning to get the newspaper. <laughs> Check the box scores and then add up our own totals. And then because I'm on... Uh, uh, I'm on the south side of Chicago. We used to get the early edition. The night games wouldn't even appear in, in the paper until two days later. Amen. Amen. So uh, those are those are some of the things that I had to experience. So that meant that if you wanted to know the results, of the Monday night game, you usually have to wait until Wednesday morning to find out. Can you imagine that? In today's world, that is uninfatigable. We want instant results. We want to know it right now, instant feedback. We want to know how we did right away. Did it work? Did it not work? But that doesn't work in prayer. Look at that. The mentality of prayer turns prayer into something mechanical, not something personal. Prayer is an en encounter. That's what it is. It's an encounter. I hope y'all got that. Prayer is an encounter. It's a relationship. A relationship is deep. And this relationship cannot be forced on either of us. And it can't be forced on God. The fact that God can make himself present or can leave us with a sense of his absence is a part of this live and real relationship. If we could mechanically draw God into an encounter, force him to meet with us simply because we have chosen this moment to meet him, 
there would be no relationship and no encounter. What am I saying here? In other words, God is not a magic genie, someone that we can call upon and say, God, I would pray right now, and I have 30 seconds to do it. So come on and and uh, make me feel like a million bucks and solve all my problems right now. You have 16 seconds left to do it. Ready? Go. God don't work that way. If God were a wooden idol, you could do that. If God were a vending machine, you could do that. If God were Latin, the, the magic genie, you could do it. But our God is a living God. You couldn't do that with a living person. So why do you think that you could do that with a living God? Prayer is not an act. Prayer is a relationship. I don't know exactly what that means to you, but I think I am gradually learning what it doesn't mean and God willing, I'm continuing to discuss more and more about the future. My brothers and sisters, yes, there will come times in your life when 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 uh hills come, mountains will come up in your life, times when you can't pray. And the reason why you can't pray is a lot of times it's because there's so much that you bog down with in other relationships that you question your relationship with the Almighty God. And when you can't pray, uh, it's no need to give up because when you can't pray, the Holy Ghost will intercede for you. I got something for you out here today. And I've been having trouble with my copy, and I hope and pray that it play because uh, I want to bring to the mic Herbert Williams uh, singing "Turn It Over to the Lord" because that's what I do when I get in that situation. I turn it over to the Lord and let Him handle it. Herbert Williams. The choir with Herbert Williams on lead. Return singing. Turn it over to the Lord. I just... Oh, when the wings go up and I can't... 
that was the mighty warriors of Cosmopolitan Church of Prayer with Herbert Williams on lead. Turn it over to the Lord. And that's what I do when it get too rough for me. And when I don't, uh, I'm not able to pray and, and I, I don't understand what's going on, I turn it loose and I turn it over to the Lord. May Herbert rest in peace, the late Herbert Williams and the Cosmopolitan Church of Prayer Warriors. This is the Hope in the Faith Kingdom Hour Prayer Streaming Live on another Friday in the PM with your host, Pastor Michael Body. Again, it's not too late to dial area code seven two four 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 seven four 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 and the call ID one two five zero two six. Followed by the pound sign, and we do ask that you mute your phones. We are presentation of Hope in the Faith Kingdom Ministry, Chicago, Illinois, Bronzeville, and you can call us. Uh, anytime, call, give me a call on this week. Give me your praise report. Uh, call me and let me know what selection you want me to pray for you on next uh, to play for you next Friday. The number to call us is seven seven three nine two four two seven nine zero, or join us online at www.talkshoe.com dot com forward slash tc forward slash one two five zero two six, and you can join us streaming on demand and so uh we really into it today i'm so happy to share with you talking about what to do when you feel like you can't pray there have been times in my life when the words uh just would not formulate in order for me to pray to the lord some weeks ago i posted prayer uh for myself but I couldn't pray. I received uh, folks that responded back and thanked me for those who have found themselves in a similar situation. I believe there are two biblical truths for when you find yourself unable to pray. Look at number one. And that number one is to know that the Holy Spirit, come on somebody, is interceding on your behalf. He is our comforter. The other one, number two, is that when we can't get to the point of pushing out the words to speak to God our Father, no matter how jumbled up or confused we are, God still, hey, glory, he hears our prayer. I'm going to stop right there, and I'm going to open the floor back up uh, after that. I have 20 Bible verses. We won't read them all. And those are Bible verses for when you feel like you can't pray. If there's anybody that would like to share with us, and you still have opportunity to give us your name and church affiliation, or just to say good evening, you might do so at this time. I don't know if Priscilla Moore is there. And Priscilla, if you're there... Say hello. Priscilla Moore is here. All right. Because I was going, you know, I'm taking the roll now. God bless you. And you got your mute button working, too. Thank you, sir. (laughs) All right. Let's get some of these scriptures. Likewise, the Spirit helps in our weakness. Ooh, I thank God for that. I thank God. That was for me. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. When I'm weak. 
when my children upset me, when things happen in my uh, uh, building where I live, when I go to church and things ain't right, Priscilla, for we do not know what to pray. But we ought to know. But the Holy Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings to deep, too deep even for words. My God. And that's Romans 8 and 26. The, so you so you saying, when I can't do it, the Holy Spirit going to pray for me. And what the Holy Spirit praying, it, 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 it's so deep that it's even deep for the words that I could have prayed. Praying at all times in the Spirit. Somebody's not going to get this the next week. In the Spirit. Not just praying, but praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer, all prayer and supplication. To the end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for the saints. Ephesians 6 and 18. When you pray, your prayer ought not be selfish. A lot of us, we we do it the lazy way like I used to do. I used to say, Lord, look on everybody. That's what I used to say. But do you know, sometimes you need to put that per- person's name in the in the atmosphere. You need to put it in the elements. You need to put the energy of that person that you're praying for that sick or that person that's bereaved. But I call to God, this is another one, and the Lord will save me. See that? But I call to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning, and at noon, I utter my complaint and moan. And guess what? He hears my voice. You can write this one down, too. And you'll find that in Psalms 55, 16, and 17. We're going to go to the next verse. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Isaiah 55 and 6. Isaiah 55 and 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Next verse. But I, O Lord, cry to you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. Psalms 88 and 13. Why does David say this? Because some of us can go throughout a whole day without making any repetition unto God, any petition unto God. David declares, but I, O Lord, cry to you in the morning. My prayer comes before you. Next verse. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplications with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known, my God, unto God. Philippians 4 and 16. Thank God, in other words, thank God that he's going to answer your prayer before you finish praying. I hope y'all got that. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, watch this. With thanksgiving, in other words, be thankful and let your request be made known unto God. But before you let the request be known, thank him first. (laughs) 
I'm going to mess somebody up in a minute. You thank him and then make the request. The next verse, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Psalms 145 and 18. Is my worship for real? If my worship is for real, I don't have to see that your worship is for real. The, 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 uh, there's a saying, let the, the life that I live speak for me. And it goes the same way with prayer, with your prayer light. When your prayer light is real, it doesn't matter how you look to folks. But what comes from the heart reaches the heart. The next verse, call to me and I will answer you. I like that because I, I, I call some people, they won't answer their phone. I might call Priscilla and she said, what you calling me? It ain't 10 o'clock yet. <laughs> But look at God. God said, call me and I will answer you. And you will tell, and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Let's go to the next one. Oh, Lord, I call upon you. Hasten to me. Look at that. Hurry up and come to me, God. Give ear to my voice. Listen to what I'm saying, God. When I call to you, let my prayer be counted as incense before you. And incense, a lot of people don't know, when it's when it's lit and when it's burnt, it just symbolizes continued prayer. And that's all a candle is. And I just doing a little teaching here because people get hung up. Every time somebody burn a candle and every time somebody burns some incense, it's not hoodoo. It's not it's not voodoo. So but back it was the old testament tradition to burn fragrant incense and everything that 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 God already had cuz he created everything Satan found a way of using it and that's what took that symbolic burning up incense and candles and turned it into witchcraft that was nothing but Satan That's why people are saying everything Satan took from me everything the devil took I want it back I don't want nothing back from the devil he took from me once he gets it all messed up, I want me some new stuff. <laughs> so let me pray. Let my prayer be counted as incense continuously going up before God and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Psalms 141, 1 and 2. And I want to just stop there also since we're doing some teaching. When... We're in church, and we speak of the lifting up of hands. Some people don't understand lifting the hands up, act like they're afraid to lift the hands up. We're talking about God. You ought to have your arms extended so, but it's some of us we barely. Look at this particular verse. It says, lifting up my hands as the evening sacrifice. Present your body of what? Living Sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Next, next scripture, next verse. The prayer of a righteous person has great power in this, in his working. Or the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. James five and sixteen. We find that there. Trust in Him at all times, O people, O people. Pour out your heart before Him. And that's what we have to do sometimes. Don't have to have no fancy words. But pour out your heart before the Lord. 
God is refuge for us. Psalm 62 and 8. Next verse. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him long as I live. The snares of death encompass me. The pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O oh Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. We only got two more verses to go. Psalms 116, 1 through 4. Brothers and sisters, they're going to come sometimes in our life when we're going to need him. I remember in 1994 when I lost my mother. And, you know, they say those those boys love their mama. Well, I was one of them boys that really loved my mother. And I wanted to pray. It was so difficult for me to pray. It was so difficult for me to to accept the fact that mama was gone. And at that particular time, me being a man of God, me being at that time, uh, pastorman, a church, and even so, I could not understand why Mama was gone. But we know that man born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. And so we all come here to die. But I could not accept it. And much praying as I did, I'm trying to go somewhere here, Prayer just didn't do it for me then. But I do thank God for the Holy Ghost that interceded on my behalf and brought me through that uh, situation. So that let me know that I'm not different from anybody else. A lot of us think that God made us so different that because we know a few Bible verses, uh, because we got our... Uh, degree, or we got our minister's license, or we got consecrated on this day and that day, that we all listen to bag of chips. But I had to know, and I was doing funerals back to back. I think part time I was just doing funerals. Even even at that time, uh, when God took my mother home uh, to rest. Uh, Regardless of what the situation was, I didn't look at the situation the same way. But when but when I got myself together, you know what I did? I called on the Lord. Just like they said here, I called on the Lord. And I'm telling you, you got to call on the Lord. And if you call on the Lord, you will get an answer. He might not come when you want him, but I come to tell you he's always on time. Kirk Franklin, call on the Lord.
celebration of life for George W. Capels, who is the stepfather of Minister Louise Phyllis Davis, uh, will be on Friday, February 26, 2016, W.W. Holt Funeral Home, 175 West 159th Street, Harvey, Illinois, 60426. The visitation at 10 o'clock a.m. Funeral service will follow at 11 a.m. We are praying for Minister Louise Davis, and this is Louise's stepfather, George Capels. Amen. Again, this is the Hope Men of Faith Kingdom Hour Prayer. We are streaming live in the p.m. Amen. And I, I'm just, I'm just rejoicing and just so happy uh, for you all to stop by and keep me company here on another Friday evening. I'm looking for you next Friday at 4 o'clock. It just does my heart so good uh, to be able to. I ask God to enlarge my territory and not to enlarge it for my physical benefit so that I might be able to minister to God's people. And because of you, uh, I see God's blessings manifesting in my life. So I thank every one of you who took out the time to tune in with us at the Hope in the Faith Kingdom Hour Prayer. I also, again, want to take time to not overlook people that came on later because I do. Uh, I can't look at the monitor. I can see when you come on. I can see when you leave off. So we don't want to overlook nobody. If you have something you want to add, don't forget we talked about when you can't even pray or when you can't pray, what to do when you can't pray, and when you can't pray about it anymore, what do you do? So if you're here uh, on the line and you would like to have something to say or maybe just want to give us your church and uh, name a church affiliation or your praise report, whatever, we're going to give you that opportunity. God bless you. God bless you. Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church. We are located at 2050 West 59th Street. Bishop L. Dixon is my pastor. All right. That's Sister Viola, Mother Viola Wardlaw. And uh, we invite you to Evening Star Missionary Baptist Church, 2050 West 59th Street. Uh, Bishop Vesta Lewis Dixon is our pastor. And we had a church where everybody is somebody. And Mother Wartlow always say, what you say, uh, Mother? We're on Flight 2050. We're on Flight 2050. And so we invite, invite you to Flight 2050. I'm excited because about our family reunion, uh, the Thompson, what is it, Thompson, Virgil. I, my mother, my auntie would know all that. I don't know all them folks' names. <laughs> but they are in the month, in July, around July the 23rd and 24th, and I think they're going to sneak in on Bishop Dixon at Evening Star. So we just we excited about we excited about the Thompson family, and we excited about our family reunion. Amen. Ain't nothing like family. Is there anybody else? Yes, uh, Pastor Body. I just want to say um, God bless you. And I pray, too, that he enlarge your territory so that you may continue to be a blessing onto all who are in your circumference and your surroundings, as you have been to me and many others. And God bless you. 
That's my friend and my brother, the Reverend Dr. Milton Shelby. He is the pastor, the proud pastor, and he's proud. And I don't mean it in the, in the physical, but I mean it in the spiritual. 1853 East 79th Street. <laughs> you see that? When folks, I'm going to tell Bishop, you know the address of somebody else's church. <laughs> she said, 1853 East 79th Street, at 79th and Bennett. And he's somebody's preacher teacher, and you can join him for a worship experience on Sundays. At 12 o'clock noon. we got a few minutes left. I want to ask you a question since uh, you didn't uh, get a chance to say anything. Uh, can you identify with the situation when you can't pray, uh, even yourself? When You know how we are as pastors and ministers. We have to pray a ceremonial prayer, but sometimes the prayer that comes from our heart, sometimes that prayer don't come. Are you asking me, Pastor Body? Yes, sir. Are you asking me, have I had an experience like that? Or or, do you, or can you identify to let us know anything about that situation? Yeah, I've actually had an experience like that when my father passed. When he made his transition, I had, uh, well, I won't go into a long thing because time is of the essence. But just to let you know, for about three days, for about 72 hours, I was completely numb. And the very basic things of driving and having a sense of direction when I was driving, I I just about lost all of that. And so my frame of mind was not of that of prayer. I had other people praying for me. So, yes, I have experienced that before. And it's something very possible for all of us. And that's why we are to have others around us prayer warriors who know how to pray for us to help us through at times in which we ourselves as pastors uh, may need the assistance of the loved ones around us. Okay. And that's important as well. And I, I like the fact that you said that I didn't think about it earlier. Prayer having prayer partners also Somebody in your family can be your prayer partner. Somebody in your neighborhood or your friend in your church. Because when we go through stuff, and you know what happens with me, uh, uh, Dr. Shelby? God mm-hmm. has given me the ministry of prayer. And a lot of times I pray for so many people. When it's time for me to do to pray for my own situation, it becomes difficult. Yes. Uh, I know people come to you, I think you've been pastoring going on 26 years, the same church. And when the members come to you and people have problems, they're going to come, Reverend Shelby, oh, this is happening, will you pray for me, will that happen? And they don't understand that we have bill collectors calling us. We have situations where stuff going to get cut off. We, just like everybody else, get letters from uh, uh from attorneys, uh, the sheriff might come, yes, or somebody sir. in the family's sick, or somebody in the family's got situations that they're going through, and we take on their burdens, and when we take on their burdens, we don't know how to pray because we really don't know their situation. I've had that happen. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. Well, that's when you that's when you give it all up to the Lord. And one of the things that I have learned to do is to uh, turn things, turn everything over to the Lord in prayer. I know that that's a saying, but it's actually a way of life. When you learn to turn everything over to God, when you give it to Him in prayer, you can always be assured that the outcome is going to be good and very good. And and that helps me a lot to uh, pray for others, knowing that whatever the outcome is, I've placed it in God's hands. Therefore, the outcome is good and very good, for, and, uh, and always the highest good for all involved. And so we must, uh, uh, we, our members and congregation must remember that we too are humans. And that there's sometimes when we're in the valley as well, sometimes when we're in the midst of a storm, and sometimes when there's a mountain before us and uh, we're having a challenge climbing it, uh, that we too uh, need prayer. And I'll just say this to you, Pastor Body, as I turn it back over to you. When you have some really uh, prayer warriors around you, those who know how to pray, everybody don't know how to pray. Somebody, some people just know how to be loud. <laughs> okay. But, uh, when you have those who really know how to pray, God opens doors that seems like they're impossible to open, and he closes doors that seems like they're impossible to close. And so I say to all who are listening today, get you a good prayer partner or surround yourself with prayer warriors, those who truly know how to pray, and know the proper way of praying, and uh, God will bless you as they're being blessed by praying for you. And also, and if you can't get to your prayer partner, know that Jesus left the Holy Ghost for when you don't know what to say and when you can't pray to intercede on your behalf. We thank you for joining with us once again, the clock on the wall Say it is time to go. We're looking for you uh, next week, next Friday at 4 o'clock p.m., same time, same station. At this time, we're going to go to the throne of grace. We're going to ask Reverend Dr. Shelby, the pastor of the Church of Living Faith, if he would lead us to the throne of grace. I certainly will. It is my privilege and my honor to be able to come before those who are listening on this Friday evening to say unto you, God's will be done in your life. Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to approach the throne of grace and of mercy. With our heads bowed, our hearts humbled, and our knees bent, we come to say thank you for another blessed day. Thank you for the opportunity, Father, to just call your name to just discuss your presence in our lives, to just be able to share with others what you mean to us as others share what you mean to them. You have said wherever two or more are gathered, touching and agreeing, so shall you always be in the midst. And we thank you today, God, because somebody, because of this open line that you have over these airways, have been blessed through this ministry that you've chosen and that you've established through your servant, Pastor Michael Body. We thank you today 
We bless you today, and we appreciate you today. And for all who are listening, if you need a healing, your healing exists right now within you. If you need a blessing, your blessing is not on the way. Your blessing is already there. Open the door and let your blessing walk in. If you need a comforter, the comforter is already there. If you need a word of wisdom, God says that his word is wise and that he will lead you and guide you. Father, in Jesus' name, touch today all who are listening, all who are open and receptive to the inflow and the outpouring of all there is in you. Let them all, your children, recognize and realize that you are God and you're God all by yourself. You are Alpha and you are Omega. You are the first and you are the last. You are omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. You are divine. You are holy. You are the spirit of spirit, love of love, joy of joy, and peace of peace. We thank you today, God. We bless you today, Heavenly Father. We acknowledge you and we humble ourselves as your children and ask that you continue to bless us and anoint us with your love. Give us peace in the midst of a storm. Give us guidance in the midst of confusion. Give us courage in the midst of weakness. Give us strength in times in which we know not how to lean or where to go. You be there. You be our God. You be our leader. You be our guide. For we know that your burden is easy and your yoke is light. We love you today. We bless you today. And we appreciate you today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we all say amen and amen and amen in Jesus' name. And so it is.